Matt M. says, Hi, Laura. Your podcast has been a valuable source of financial education. I've listened to various episodes, but am unsure if I can use a solo 401k. Can you review how to utilize this type of account? Matt, thank you for sending in your question. I'll review solo 401k rules and how it compares to a regular 401k. You'll learn who qualifies for these similar sounding yet very different tax advantaged accounts and how to maximize their benefits. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me this week. I'm Laura Adams, host of the Money Girl podcast with over 42 million downloads. Before we get started, I have a quick announcement that I'm super excited about. This week, I'm launching something new. It's called The Money Stack. It's a newsletter and community helping you build your bank account on your terms with loads of actionable advice, tools, inspiration, and educational events. Best of all, it's free to sign up. You'll get the newsletter, my behind-the-scenes videos, and invitations to special events like my upcoming workshop called Develop Wealth Habits That Guarantee a Rich and Happy Life. This workshop is the perfect way to start the new year. You do not want to miss it. And even if you can't show up for the live event, I know we all get busy. I'd love for you to be there live. We will do some Q&A to answer your questions. But if you can't show up live, Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter so you automatically get the replay video to watch the workshop anytime you want. To sign up for free, you can visit readthemoneystack.com or my website, lauradadams.com. I hope to see you at the Develop Wealth Habits free workshop and in the Money Stack community. I was really glad to get Matt's question because I've never compared a regular and a solo 401k kind of side by side here on the show. So let's take a step back. I know many of you are familiar with a 401k. It is a really popular type of tax advantaged retirement plan, but only an employer can offer it. And if you're self-employed, you can choose something similar. It's called a solo 401k. So both of these accounts allow you to contribute a portion of your paycheck or your self-employment income, and then select investment options like mutual funds, or exchange-traded funds to accelerate your account growth. With either type of 401k, you can usually choose a traditional or a Roth account. Traditional accounts give you an immediate tax benefit. They've got tax-deductible contributions, which is really nice because it reduces your annual taxable income, and that reduces your tax liability. So you defer paying income tax on your contributions and also your account earnings until you take withdrawals at some point in the future. Roth accounts are very different. They require you to make taxable contributions. However, your future withdrawals of contributions and investment earnings are entirely tax-free. And unlike a Roth IRA, which does have an income limit to qualify, there is no income threshold to participate in a Roth 401k at work or even a Roth solo 401k that you may have for your self-employed income. Therefore, even high earners can participate in a workplace or self-employed Roth and reap some really nice benefits. And by the way, if you're interested in learning more about who qualifies for a Roth IRA, I did a recent podcast called Roth IRA, Three Legal Ways to Have One. That's episode number 768. 
Okay, now that you understand the 401k basics, let's cover six main ways a regular and a solo plan differ and answer Matt's question. All right, number one is administration. If you're a business owner, there is a financial and administrative cost to offering your employees a 401k retirement plan. The brokerage firm you choose will charge fees, and that's because they have to set up your plan and they have to administer it as your custodian. Plus, employers have a fiduciary duty to act in the best interest of their workers, and they have to follow the Federal Employee Retirement Income Security Act, which is known as ERISA. So to combat that complexity, the solo 401k was designed to be a lot easier to administer and less expensive for the self-employed. Now, unless your plan exceeds $250,000 in assets, there are no filing requirements to have a solo 401k. But when your account does exceed that amount, you do have to file Form 5500EZ, which is a very simple two-page document. So, you know, compared to a regular 401k, the filing requirements, the fees, the structure, it's just a lot more simplified. So the administration to have a solo 401k is just going to be much easier. And, you know, that's why it was designed for one person person businesses. All right, the second way a 401k and a solo 401k are different is participant eligibility. You can only participate in a 401k when your employer offers one. And while most large companies do offer a retirement plan, it's not required. They don't have to. It's, you know, part of their benefits package to you. And again, they come with an administrative cost that does prevent many small businesses from offering a retirement plan. And as I mentioned, you can only have a solo 401k if you're self-employed. But here's another requirement. You cannot have any full-time employees except a spouse or business partner, even multiple business partners. For instance, you might work part-time or full-time as a freelancer or contractor or have a side business like real estate, tutoring, photography, or writing. The business owners and their spouses are considered owner-employees rather than just employees, but they can also contribute to their own solo 401k plans. So for instance, if I had a solo 401k and my husband worked part-time in my business, he could also have his own solo 401k. Plus, what's interesting is that you can contribute as both an employer and an employee of your business, even though you're not technically an employee of your business. But that is great because it increases the annual contribution limit, which we're going to cover next. So Matt, a solo 401k is an excellent choice if you're a solopreneur with no plans to hire full-time staff. And you can have a solo 401k even if you work another job. For instance, Let's say you have a W-2 day job and a part-time side business, and that pays you 1099 income, okay? So you are, that's going to be considered business income. That business income makes you eligible for a solo 401k, no matter how much or how little you earn from that side business. However, you can't contribute more to a solo 401k than your self-employment earnings. So there is a limit to it, but the more you earn in your business, the more you can contribute, which is really great. 
All right, the third way a regular and a solo 401k are different are the contribution limits. And the limits do differ significantly between these two plans. As I mentioned, the solo rules allow you to contribute as if you were two people, as if you are the employer and an employee of your own business. And for 2023, those with a regular 401k, so let's say you've you know got an employer that offers a regular 401k, you can contribute up to 22500 or $30,000 if you're over age 50. And your employer may make additional matching or profit-sharing contributions to your account. And that allows you to exceed those limits. And for 2024, the limits are going up. They will increase from 22,500 up to 23,000 for 2024. And if you're over age 50, that catch-up amount is going to increase from $30,000 in 2023 to 30,500 in 2024. Now, if you have a solo 401k, the annual contributions are much higher, but as I mentioned, they do depend on your business income. For 2023, the combined employer and employee contribution limit is up to $66,000 or $73,500 if you're over 50. That's because after age 50, you automatically qualify for an additional $7,500 catch-up contribution. All right, so let's break down that solo 401k contribution. You can contribute up to $22,500 or $30,000 as your own employee. Plus, as your own employer, you can make an additional profit-sharing contribution of up to 25% of your income up to the $66,000 or $73,500 annual maximum, depending on your age. So again, the more you earn, the more you can contribute to a solo 401k. Note that if you have a regular 401k with another employer, you can also have a solo 401k. However, the employee limits apply per person, not per plan. So that means you cannot exceed the employee limit of $22,500 or $30,000 if you're over 50 for 2023, no matter how many 401ks you have. So you can definitely contribute a lot more with a solo 401k, but the government is not going to let you double up on the employee limit because they know, well, you know, you might have uh, two jobs, three jobs. You can't get, you can't double up on that portion. Okay, so just keep that in mind if you do have both a regular and a solo 401k. All right, the fourth way a regular and solo 401k are different are investment options. So with a regular 401k, the plan rules, investment options, and the fees are determined by your employer. Some brokerage firms may offer an extensive investment menu and others may be quite slim. As your own employer with a solo 401k, you have more control over the investment options and fees. So whether you want to purchase stock, mutual funds, ETFs, gold, cryptocurrency, whatever, in your retirement plan, you're going to find providers offering both mainstream and alternative investments with varying fees. 
You could open a self-directed solo 401k, allowing you to invest in almost anything tax-free, including real estate, tax liens, and private business funding. So you have a lot more flexibility and options with your own solo 401k. All right, the fifth way these plans are different are loans. Some regular and solo 401ks offer participants loans and hardship withdrawals, while others will not. If you're under age 59 and a half, a 401k withdrawal is subject to income taxes plus an additional 10% penalty. Now, if your regular or solo 401k allows loans, that's different from hardship withdrawal, the IRS allows you to borrow up to 50% of your account value up to a lifetime limit of $50,000. And you can use the funds for any purpose, but you do have to repay yourself at a set interest rate for up to five years. And that interest rate is going to be set out in your plan document. That's So that's going to be a preset interest rate. And if you don't repay a regular or a solo 401k loan on time, it could be considered an early withdrawal. That means it would be subject to income taxes plus that additional 10% early withdrawal penalty, which you would not want to happen. But if you repay a regular or solo 401k loan on time, it is tax-free regardless of your age. And the sixth way a regular and solo 401k differ are legal protections. I mentioned that ERISA, which is a federal law, protects regular 401ks. So these are the ones in the workplace. It's an important law because it sets minimum standards for employers that offer retirement plans and the administrators who manage them. It protects plan participants and their beneficiaries' interests in workplace retirement plans. Additionally, a powerful but lesser-known benefit that ERISA offers workplace retirement plans is protection from creditors. So let's say you have money in a regular 401k, but you lose your job, and then you can't pay your car loan. The car lender can attempt to get repayment from you in various ways, but not by tapping your 401k. Now, there are exceptions, like owing federal tax debts, criminal penalties, or even owing an ex-spouse under a qualified domestic relations order. But in general, there are a lot of protections in that 401k. But a solo 401k is not covered under ERISA because they are not considered an employee benefit plan. Since they only cover business owners and their spouses, a solo 401k doesn't enjoy the same legal protections as a regular 401k that's protected by ERISA. Therefore, if you're considering a rollover from an old 401k with an ex-employer to a new solo 401k, be aware that you would not enjoy the same legal protections from potential creditors. Matt, thanks again for your great question. I really appreciate you sending it in. I hope this helps you and everyone earning part or full-time business income take advantage of a solo 401k if it's right for you. Before we go, if you're enjoying Money Girl, please take a moment to let us know you're getting value from each weekly episode by rating and reviewing the show in your podcast app. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. 
Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg. Our director of podcast is Brandon Gaitchis. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. 